Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, October 22nd. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We are expecting a wonderful show tonight and a wonderful week ahead of us. Um, tonight's uh, topic, we're talking about uh, Asian beauty secrets. Uh, last Sunday night, we were on, we were sharing some about, both my sister and I were sharing some of our favorite um, beauty tips that we like to share, and I talked about um, a couple Asian beauty tips, and I said that I wanted to do a show uh, where I would, uh, you know, we, where we would share some of our favorite um, Asian beauty secrets and beauty tips. And so tonight, I am bringing that show to you tonight. So um, stay tuned. Um, also, if you have a question or a comment, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914 914- All right, and so just a little bit of beauty news to start you off for tonight. My sister Denise is not on the show with us tonight, so I'm by myself. So I'm taking over her job of doing the beauty news, and I just have a little bit of news for you. Um, Not only do you need to save the date, but you also need to get your tickets right now for the ISSE uh, Beauty Show in Long Beach, California. It's the International Skin. Oh, my gosh, you know, I just went blank on that. Uh, But anyway, it's the ISSE Show in Long Beach, California. It's January 27th and 29th of 2018, so make sure you get your tickets now and experience the biggest and best beauty expo on the West Coast. There's loads of education, products, and new trends um, to be learned um, at the ISSE show. This show is sponsored by Pro Beauty, um, Professional Beauty Association, and you can get more information at probeauty.org. But I just wanted to share with you that this is a – an expo that's for licensed professionals only, and there are no exceptions. Licensed professional only can attend this show. Um, now, for a member of PBA, you get a discount. Um, and if you're not a member of PBA, you just you know your price is a little higher. And I'll tell you a little bit about the prices. But again, this is for licensed professionals. Whether you're a member of PBA or not, you must be licensed to register and attend this show. Okay, so their early bird uh, discount pricing 
goes until January 8th of 2018. And if you are a member, a one-day pass is $30. Non-members, your one-day pass is $60. Um, your three-day pass for members before January 20, before January 8th, or by January 8th, rather, is $35 for three days. Um, and it's $70 if you are not a PBA member. Now, starting January 9th is when it goes to its regular price, and for PBA members, a one-day admission is $45. Non-PBA members for one day is $90. Um, a three-day uh, pass for PBA members uh, uh, January 9th and beyond is $50. And for regular um, attendees who are not PBA members, a three-day pass at, um, for January 9th and beyond is $100. So it'd be best if you would get your tickets um, between now and January 8th, and it would be even better if you were a PBA member. So, again, PBA members get a discount, and it's also great for, for those of you, whether you're a PBA member or not, to get your tickets by January 8th because January 9th the tickets go up, okay? So they are discounted for you up until January 8th. There's going to be all kinds of things I mentioned, education and products and new trends, but also there will be nail and barber competitions. So for those nail, uh, nail artists out there and barbers out there who will be attending ISSE, please consider entering the nail and barber competitions. Um, and you can go to the website to get more information about that. Okay, and again, that's ISSE. And it's going to be held in Long Beach, California, like always, and that's January 27th through the 29th. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also in California, <clears throat> IMAX LA returns in 2018, January 12th through the 14th. Um, <clears throat> and those tickets are available right now. So make sure you not only save the date, but get those tickets now. Um, pro card holders, you get discounted tickets. So make sure you go online and enter the appropriate information to find out the pricing for your ticket because there are different um, levels of the pro card. There's the gold, you know, and then there's different you have the gold card, you have, um, I don't even remember anything beyond gold, but there are other colors um, that, that's out there. There's cards for students, there's cards for um, pros at different levels. So make sure you go out there and find out the discounted price for your particular card, okay? So you can go online, that's imats, I-M-A-T-S dot net to find that information out. But general admission per day is $60. So at $60 a day, you have access to all of the, um, the, the education, the, the showroom floor for different uh, vendors and products. Um, we have anywhere from one to three keynote speakers per day, so make sure you uh, go out and get your tickets at $60 per day. And if you're a pro card holder, again, go online to imas.net to find out exactly what the discount is for your particular, for your particular card. All right. So last week I mentioned um, we were doing our beauty tips, and I mentioned one of the tips that I mentioned 
and that's what led me to want to do this particular show. But one of the tips that I mentioned was um, I talked about mung beans. And in Asian beauty, there's a lot of ingredients that's used, um, you know, to actually give you great skin. Um, And Asian Asian beauty, I call this show Asian Beauty Secrets, but there's really no secret to Asian Asian beauty. And we're going to get into to that um, a lot tonight and just talk about because a lot of Asians use a lot of ingredients in their skincare, and a lot of these things are things that you can actually eat and drink. Um, so not only um, is there a big issue or concern about having great skin, but it's also about being very healthy in, in, in your body. So a lot of the things that you see the ingredients that you see in Asian skincare and makeup products, a lot of that is actually just basic food and drink, different teas and things like that. So we'll talk about that tonight. Um, but, again, I wanted to talk about some of the popular ingredients in Asian skincare, and I'll start with, uh, with that tonight. Again, we talked about mung, M-U-N-G, beans last week, and they're known for uh, their healing properties. They heal acne, and they reduce puffiness, and they reduce puffiness in the skin. So if you're having issues with the puffiness um, in your skin, acne, find a product with mung bean. There's a, uh, I think I mentioned a mung bean mask that you can do. And if you can, you can go out to my Instagram page, at Janice Tanel, that's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and find that, um, find that tip. It talks about among uh, among being masked. Um, and then the Asians, they also use a lot of natural ingredients in their skincare products. And you'll find a lot of natural ingredients like green tea and ginseng. Um, green tea is one of the one of the things that if you use green tea, green tea and warm water, that's a facial wash. That's very popular. And these are green tea and ginseng are also popular um, drinking tea, drinking teas, just like I just mentioned, that you find often in the Asian culture. Rice water, as a toner can be traced back to um, ancient Japan, and it's rich in antioxidants, and um, it's, a, it's very emollient. So it's very good for the skin. It's also a great sun uh, protection type of, uh, type of product. Rice, that's rice water that I'm talking about. Soy milk, of course, is great for drinking, but... It's also great as a facial wash. I just mentioned washing with green tea, but soy milk is also a great um, facial wash. White tea is great for repairing cellular damage. Um, It's also an antiseptic that you can put on your cuts, cuts and bruises, white tea. Blue lotus is an antioxidant and an anti-inflammatory product that de- that detoxifies the skin. So um, sometimes you can you also see that um, not only in your um, the skin products, but it was also good for the body as well. 
So I wanted to share some, also share some things that I came up with, um, some beauty tips that I came up with during my research that I, I wanted to share. And I don't know if some of you who are listening, if you remember, I think it was maybe a year ago or maybe even two years ago, um, we had the authors of, there's a couple Asian Asian beauty books out there, some that deal with makeup, some that deal with makeup and skin. And we had the author of one of the, the, the authors, rather, of one of those books um, on the show, and we talked all night about um, Asian beauty and uh, the Korean beauty, rather, and, you know, how many steps you see the Korean women use in their skincare regimen. And, I mean, you hear all kinds of numbers. Like sometimes you'll hear, like, you know, in the teens or 20, some, sometimes even more, whereas women here in America, some of us have six steps, some of us have even less than that. Um, but those ladies that night shared a lot of uh, some of the things that I'm saying tonight. Um, they shared a lot of tips, and, and they are really big on skin. And one of the things, you know how we always talk about moisturizing, putting moisture in your skin, but I've, I've, what I've found with Korean beauty and even Asian beauty that they want to put a lot of uh, water in the skin, so a lot of hydration in the skin. So you'll see a lot of water in some of the products as well. But I wanted to share some uh, some beauty tips that I discovered in my research. Um, and so here, here's some of the things that I found out. So as I said at the top of the show, there's there's really not a secret to Asian beauty tips because a lot of the things you, you find um, – you find a lot of things just like in your in the things that they eat and drink. Um, the Asian women you'll see who have very smooth skin and you know really nice flowing hair, you know, and their beauty regimen consists of a lot of natural treatments, like I said earlier, that makes you know that makes their skin and hair look exceptional. Okay, so uh, some of the things that I wanted to share is again their their beauty is not just skin deep. It, it has a lot to do with what they take in um, into their body. And so some of the tips that I've discovered and I've found, number one, we just talked about it briefly, is tea. Tea is very popular in Asia. You know, and then, of course, people in Asia drink it at, you know, social events and at their homes, but it's very medicinal. Like I said before, green tea has anti-aging skincare properties, you know, and it's great for detoxifying. That's one of the big things. I try to have one green tea a day. Um, it, green tea flushes out toxins and helps to uh, retain a healthy appearance on the, you know, on on women's skin. So, or anybody's skin actually. It also boosts metabolism, and it's you know it's it's effective in preventing the growth of cancerous cells in the body. They say it also detoxifies the liver. Um, chamomile tea, which I don't drink a lot of. Um, but they say chamomile tea um, is really good to drink. And the effects of toxins in the body are manifest in the quality of the hair, skin, and nails. So, you know, drinking, um, so, so to reduce some of those effects, drinking chamomile tea is really good. But that's the first um 
I guess I didn't really know much about chamomile. I kind of just, when I see it, I just kind of leave it alone. But maybe I will try um, try try drinking some every once in a while. But they also talk about how it restores hair and body to its original supple condition. Now, that's why I need to be drinking chamomile tea. Um, another big thing in the Asian culture is massage. Some of these things are just simple, and I guess that's why they say it's no it's no secret. But, you know, as we all know, or maybe some people didn't, but massage stimulates blood flow in the body, and that's just a simple thing. Uh, reflexology is also vital for the smooth functioning of your feet. Um, so, you know, whether, whenever there has been an injury to the foot, ref, uh, reflexology facilitates quick recovery. Um, so remember that. Um I think I've mentioned this before on another show or maybe on one of my tips that I share on my Instagram page, but camellia nut oil is very big in Asian beauty. And I talked about how the the Korean beauty um, product um, product line called Tatcha has a camellia um, nut oil used for, like, as a, a cleanser but I use it at I use it to take my um to take my makeup off. So I'll use that as my um, makeup remover slash cleanser, and then I'll follow it up even with another cleanser. But you know, it's big in the Asian culture to use oil as a cleanser and oil alone. You know, not following up with anything, but just oil in general. Um. This product, uh, the Camellia Nut Oil, um, enhances appearance of the hair, nails, and skin. It's effective in combating hair loss and thinning hair. Now, that's something I did not know. Uh, Camellia Nut Oil makes hair strands stronger and restores its shiny appearance. It also makes the skin smooth and rids it of stretch marks. So um, there's a couple brands out there that that uh, have a Camellia Oil, so it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Again, the one that I'm using is from Tatcha. Um, and they also talk about Asians um, are very particular about their hands through the use of soothing moisturizers. So chamomile and peppermint are effective moisturizers for the softening uh, and smoothing of hands. I need to make note of that. <laughs> These products have to be dissolved in a solution before being used in massaging the hands. Um, so that's a tip I did not know. And then as as we all know, and, and that's probably for all women, but eye care treatment is important is an important thing in the Asian culture. And they use olive oil sprinkled on cotton cloth to massage the eyelashes. They also, they use it to remove makeup and cleanse the face. So, again, there's the oil, again, cleansing the face. And I guess in the Asian culture, you know, they use more than just camellia oil to, um, to wash the face. But olive oil to massage the eyelashes. Hyaluronic acid, which contains strong antioxidants and nutraceutical herbs that slow down the aging process. That's big in Asian in Asian uh, skincare products and in their basic routine, basic uh, you know daily skincare routine. It keeps the skin supple by refreshing the outer skin and rehydrating the inner skin. 
Another uh, popular ingredient is the lotus extract, which acts as a moisturizer for dry skin and fragile hair. And I was looking at a um, there's a, a Asian beauty brand that's great with that has a lot of these uh, these ingredients that I mentioned, and it's called Perlise P U R L I S S E. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of it or seen it. Um, it's owned by a former actress who turned, you know, into a product creator and owner uh, based on, you know, she having problems with her skin. But she uses one of the main ingredients in some of her, in the Perlis products is blue lotus. So while we're talking about the lotus extract, she uses a lot of blue lotus, which is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory um, agent. And it, it's a good help to detoxify the skin. And I think I mentioned that a little earlier on the show. They also use cherry flowers to moisturize the skin and to perfume it. Um, so there's a, there's, a, there's a cream called Etude House Moistful Flower Cream if you wanted to try, uh, try the cherry flower moisturizers out. So because cleansing is very important to the Asian woman, um, they normally follow a two-method facial cleansing uh, regimen. First, massaging a facial oil to get rid of dirt, followed by a cleansing foam to eliminate every trace of oil. Well, that's kind of, I guess that's kind of like what I do. So um, the facial oil to get rid of the dirt, followed by a cleansing foam to eliminate every trace of oil. Facial, brushing, facial cleansing brushes are also very popular. Now, that um, is kind of new to me. I'm very familiar with the, the body brushing um, of the body, uh, but I've never did the facial brushing. So that's something I'm definitely going to try, facial brushes. And then as another uh, skin product, just to throw out there for any of you who are looking to purchase any Japanese or Korean beauty products, there's an exfoliator that's, uh, that's very popular and it's called Cure Natural Aqua Gel, and it gets rid of a lot of impurities. It's called the Cure Natural Aqua Gel. Also, Japanese women um, drink collagen to boost their uh, to boost the radiant the skin's radiance and to rejuvenate the skin. Cloth facial mask are a must. Now, when you go into the different um, stores like Sephora and Ulta, you see a lot of facial masks, you know, but those are those really thin sheets um, that you can buy, and they're fairly reasonable in price, cheap. Um, They're very, very popular. And they say that some Asian women are are addicted to, um, to facial masks. And, of course, the masks are, you know, a soap of all kinds of serums that leave the skin very hydrated. Um, so, again, that's the facial mask, um, what do you call it? This new facial mask revolution, for lack of a better term, is really not um, a big secret. Or if it's a secret, it's out, you know what I mean, because they're all over the place. And they really, really work. 
Um, I think, and that's one of the, I guess that's a big thing with uh, the Asian women. They, they are about having beautiful complexions. And that's really what every woman wants, honestly, is to have a beautiful complexion. But, um, you know, it's their focus, you know, and they're really um, focused on doing just that, having a great, great complexion. So I'll come right back right after this, um, and we'll go back and share some more um, information. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. So I wanted to kind of share a few more, um, a few more beauty secrets, as they call them, but then I also wanted to be able to share because a lot of people, you know, um, when you talk a lot about skin tips and skincare tips, they also want to know about makeup. So I'll also share a few things about um, makeup for um, makeup tips for Asian women. So if you are an Asian woman yourself, or if you are a makeup artist who work with Asian women. These will be great uh, makeup tips and skin tips to know. But a little bit more about some of the beauty secrets. Um, talk a little bit about moisturizer, but they love to slap on the moisturizer. Um, they they don't go with, without moisturizer. And, you know, I find here um, in the U.S. and working with various actresses and even male actors as well, a lot of people, you'd be surprised how many people skip the moisturizer step. They wash, they, you know, they cleanse their faces and then they go straight to, like some women, go straight to putting on makeup. Um, and I've never understood, I never understood how people could skip the moisturizer step. I feel like that step is just as important as cleansing your face. Just as important. Um, but anyway, um, most Asian women, they start from the chin and work their way up the face, slapping moisturizer quickly on their skin. They don't rub it either. They just leave it on to soak in naturally through the slapping action. Again, we've already talked about drinking more teas for helping to keep um, a clear complexion, uh, detoxifying the body, and boosting um, the immune system. 
And they drink all kinds of herbal teas, mainly. Green tea and herbal teas are what they drink. Brushing the skin, like I just briefly mentioned before, how they brush the face. Um, But dry brushing uh, the skin has caught on in Western countries recently. But the girls from Asia... um, they have known about skin brushing for years. And like I said, I'm very familiar with the skin brushing of the body. I have never, I've never really brushed, did the brushing for the face. So that's something I'm definitely going to try. But they say that this keeps their skin soft and smooth, and it prepares the skin for serums and creams and helps them to get absorbed into the skin better. Now, that's definitely a must try. Definitely. Because that's what we want. We want those products to be absorbed into the skin so that we can get all the benefits that they that they offer. Um, they use sunscreen every single day. That's something, again, here in this country, in this side of the world, that we're not doing. We are not wearing sunscreen. And it's so hard to get people to wear sunscreen. You You really wouldn't believe it. Now, for some of those people who burn really easily, you'll see a lot of a lot of those people wear sunscreen, you know, more faster than than others. I don't know. I guess some people it's just something that some people don't think about. Maybe they don't take it, you know, as serious. That I'm not really sure. But um, Asian ladies take protecting their skin from the sun very seriously. And so that is why you see many women in Asian countries carrying umbrellas because they're still trying to protect themselves in some way from the sun. Again, I already talked about using camellia oil, um, and it's known for its actually it's known for its high concentration of vitamin E. Again, um, you like for that to be absorbed quickly into the skin so that it without blocking the pores. Not only do they use it, I, I mentioned it as something um, that they mentioned to cleanse their faces with, but also camellia oil can also be used as a moisturizer. So really, um, you can use it as a cleanser and as a moisturizer. Um, I've already talked about massage and how important massage is for um, as a way of detoxing the body and improving uh, blood supply to the skin. I already also already talked about the mung bean face mask. And, again, if you go on the – I was wrong earlier. I said my personal Instagram page, but it's actually on the Beauty Talk Instagram page. That's beauty underscore talk underscore media and you will find a mung bean mask recipe. So you can make your own mung bean mask. Skin polishing is very popular in Asia. Um, And skin polishing is a process of cleansing the skin, followed by the gentle exfoliation of the skin, usually with the pumice. um, And and when you finish with it, it's it's great for moisturizing, um, moisturizing the skin. It helps to remove dead skin cells, and it brightens up the skin without using um, some of those abrasive scrubs. So that's good good to know, skin polishing. And then 
I talked about the Hmong being face masks, but also we all, as we all know, with turmeric, um, you can make face masks out of turmeric, and that's another secret um, from the Asian from the Asian community. Um, as an ingredient for skincare products, turmeric is used as an anti-aging face mask to reduce wrinkles. To make your own Asian-inspired face mask, mix a teaspoon of turmeric with a tablespoon of almond milk and a teaspoon of raw honey. Apply it to the face and leave it on for about 10 minutes before rinsing off. So again, just a teaspoon of turmeric with a tablespoon of almond milk and a teaspoon of raw honey, and you have a turmeric face mask. And a lot of the ingredients that I've talked about tonight, um, a lot of the ingredients have some of the same benefits. A lot of them do. Um, and we've already talked about using an oil instead of a cleanser, but you can also, it's also known that they use the oil as a cleanser and then follow it up with a foam cleanser. So like I said, very similar to my routine where I use the Camellia oil as a makeup, um, as a, something to take my makeup off but also cleanse my skin, and then I follow it up sometimes with another cleanser. You know, and like most people are trying to find oil-free skincare products, but not in Asia. They prefer to use the oil to cleanse the skin. But they use light, natural plant oils that dissolve and lift the mineral oils that are found in the sunscreen and make up straight off the skin without blocking pores, you know, or leaving any residue. So that's um, that's good to know, and I think that's something that's good uh, for all of us to kind of you know, be aware of if you just know what the ingredients are doing for your skin, um, it's kind of really easy to get into. And and the Asian, some of the uh, Korean beauty uh, skincare products and Asian beauty skincare products, the things are just, it's very simple. Some things you have right there in your kitchen that you can use. Um, and a lot of, the, you know, and a lot of their ingredients are just very, very natural. So a lot of people are always talking about or some people are getting into like natural skin care um, and some of the things you can use right at home, and it's very natural. So I mentioned that I was going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, some Asian um, makeup and hair type tips since I was also talking about ingredients. So just wanted to share a couple um, nine beauty tips I found from a Huffington Post article that every Asian girl should know, and every makeup artist who work with Asian girls should know this as well. Use liquid liner and volumizing mascara to enhance your eyes. Asian women's almond-shaped eyes are beautifully unique, but unfortunately the wrong eyeliner application can make them look smaller. And one of the first mistakes many Asian girls make is using too much. And I think that's a, a lot of girls, not just Asian girls, but sometimes one of the first mistakes you can make in regards to your eyes is using too much liner, especially the young girls that are like in high school, those who are very young. Um, but anyway, but too much eye makeup can overwhelm Asian eyes, so just make sure um, you start with less. 
Okay. Also, avoid the fake eyelid crease. Avoid the fake eyelid crease. Monolids are eyelids that don't have a natural fold or crease. Some Asian girls have them, and they can be super frustrating to work with. Trust me, <laughs> I've experienced it. Um, I believe uh, this is coming from, let me tell you who this is so that you know who I'm referencing. Renee Jocks said that um, her mother from time to time when she was, you know, younger, um, some of them would, like, want to have plastic surgery because of those uh, monoliths. They were trying to find everything they could um, to create a fold. But she says instead of running away from her heritage, she believes that Asian girls should embrace their eye shape and learn the right eye shadow techniques to accentuate their single eyelids. I couldn't agree with that more. And she says that means not drawing on the fake eyelid crease that just looks bad. I, I um, agree with that 100%. 100%. Also, learn the art of subtle contouring with the right color blush. Let's see what she says about that. She says, many Asian women have small and flat facial features. Therefore, creating some angles and lines on the face can help you look more defined. The perfect product for this is a blush that comes in a more nude and muted color. I would avoid any peach or coral colored blushes to avoid accentuation, accentuating excuse me, your natural Asian flush. Um, and she says, tart. Amazonia Clay 12-Hour Blush is Inexposed is a great color for a lot of Asian girls, yellow or golden skin. Apply the blush on the apples of your cheeks all the way up towards your temples. For definition near your chin, apply Bare Minerals Warmth all over face color in warmth, in, in warmth right along your jawline. So two products that she uh, mentions here is Tarte Amazonia Clay 12-Hour Blush in a color called exposed, apply that um, apply that on the apples of your cheeks and up towards your temples. And then for definition near your chin, apply bare minerals warmth all over face color in the color called warmth, right along your uh, right along your jawline. Brown eyebrow filler. They say eyebrows are the gateway to your face, and unfortunately, for many Asian women, we just don't have enough eyebrow hair. And she says, um, while her mother resorted to having her eyebrows tattooed on, I think Asian girls can do just fine with some good eyebrow filler products. I, I agree with that. I don't think it's any need. Well, you know, some people, that's, that's your choice. You know, if you choose to have your um, brows tattooed on, but I think Dark eyebrow eyebrow filler is is the great choice. I know I use that a lot on on Asian actresses. Um, and she says she suggests first things first, always use a medium or dark brown color on the brow. Black will come across too harsh against our lighter skin. That is so so true. She uses Anastasia's perfect brow pencil in medium brown. So do I. <laughs> 
while other girls prefer an eyebrow powder. You know, honestly, eyebrow powder is very natural looking. Um, so I guess it really depends on what, you're, what kind of look you're going for. But I, in, regardless, whether it's the brow pencil or whether it's a powder, dark brown is definitely the color. Um, a good technique is to take an angled eyebrow brush and run it under, the, under some sink water. Then dab it in a dark brown eyeshadow color and fill in the sparse areas. That's if you're using powder. That's a great tip for uh, using the powder. Simple skincare products can work wonders on sensitive Asian skin. And one of the, um, you know, and when she says simple, she means simple things. Just like I was talking about earlier, you could go to your drugstore, your Walmarts, or your Targets and buy some witch hazel. Um, Simple things, witch hazel. You can use that as your uh, as your your toner. Um, does the same thing as some of these other things. Um, if you just want something simple, something to calm, you know, to calm your skin, witch hazel. It's definitely a tried and true product, and it doesn't cost a lot of money at all. And not to say that products that cost a lot of money, you know, that we have to always use products that cost a lot of money and not to put down those products that cost a lot. But, um, you know, sometimes people just don't have it and some people just don't want to spend the money on it, but you can still get what you need. So some of your simple products, just like I said, like just basic witch hazel, and I normally use the Dickinson's witch hazel. Um, One of the things that she suggests is enhancing your hair with volumizing products without curling it. Okay, enhancing the hair with volumizing products without curling it. And she speaks about how back in the day um, her mother's hair was straight and she would perm it, which was really not the best look. Um, Now, of course, straight hair now is considered popular, but um, sometimes people want a different look. They want the look of curls and volumizing curls. And she said, so instead of curling her hair, she would just use simple volumizing hair products, um, and it gives her hair the bounce and lift that she desires. And one of the ones that she suggests, she says recently she's been trying out Mark Anthony's Aragon Oil three times volume cream. It lifts her hair in all the right places, and, and it lasts for about three days. Then she finishes her look off with a bit of um, Frederick Fakai's glossing cream to bring down any frizz. Find the perfect bright red lipstick. Now, you know, I think that's something that every woman um, sometimes struggles with, but also there's something every woman desires to do, is to find that perfect bright red lipstick or the perfect red lipstick. But she says one of the many things Asian girls can completely rock is a bright red lipstick. A solid red tone will accentuate an Asian girl's golden skin and her dark hair will perfectly complement the color. Lipstick shades to avoid are coral or peach. They don't pair as well with Asian skin tones. And um, that was one of the suggestions also with the blush when I was just reading to you guys about the blush. 
staying away from those peachy coral tones as well. And so one of the lipsticks that she suggests that's a a nice bright red lip for Asian uh, skin is Lipstick Queen's Brat Pack. It glides on very smoothly and has a fresh mint scent. So if you're familiar with Lipstick Queen, she has a lipstick called Brat Pack. Very great on Asian skin tones. As I said earlier, applying that sunscreen daily, you have to do it. I don't care who you are, what the color of your skin is. We have to put on the sunscreen. And, um, and you know, there are so many of them out there, um, not just for your body but also for your face. We need to be doing both. So that's definitely something we need to pay attention to. So just wanted to, uh, another thing she says is to take advantage of ancient Asian beauty discoveries, and I totally agree. Like I said, when we had those two authors of the Korean beauty, one of the Korean beauty books that's out on our show, I was taking so many notes, and I tried to implement so many of the things that they shared into my uh, regular uh, beauty regimen. And probably then I had like maybe, hmm, maybe four or five, uh, maybe about five steps to my my regular everyday beauty regimen, cleanse, tone, moisturize, eye cream, maybe a scrub once a week, a mask every now and then, so that's maybe six. Um, but now my regimen has, oh, my God, has increased to it's probably over ten, ten things, you know, ten steps. You know, we're just cleansing, we're toning, we're moisturizing, we're doing a mask, we're doing a scrub, we're doing the eye cream, we're doing the, um, we're doing a serum, we're doing like a vitamin C type serum, then we're doing um, a hydrating oil or serum. Um, so many extra steps now then. And so that's one of the things that I do try to do is I, t- I try to take advantage of some of the ancient uh, Asian beauty discoveries out there. A lot of them are very natural. So it's something that uh, we all can take advantage of and really benefit from. Um, but one of the things that she shares is that the Chinese have been using soy to brighten their skin and even out redness for thousands of years brightening skin, and evening out redness. That's why I always use an exfoliator with soy extract to help even out my tone. And then she suggests, because she loves Aveeno's Skin Brightening Daily Scrub from Aveeno. For supreme moisturizing and to bring my face to life, I have recently started using Lancome's, um, they have a dullness relief and energy recharge daily cream, and she's been using that every day. Um, the formula is especially created for Chinese women who want to enhance their kisei or their complexion. The product uses three Chinese root plants to help women add energy to their skin, um, rhodiola, wild yam, and genetian. So that's good to know. Very good to know. Again, um, that was Renee Jocks, and she's the um, she's from uh, the Huffington Post. But uh, I think one of the some of the tips that I think are very important, and it's 
for age, not only just Asian women, but for all women and men, is the uh, the application of sunscreen on a daily basis. I think um, we're doing ourselves a disservice without using it. Again, another thing that I like um, is just simple skincare products. And one of the things that she said is just using simple skincare products. It's simple. It does the job. Witch hazel as a toner. Uh, one of the other things that I find very simple as a cleanser, um, when you go into your drugstores or like a Walmart or a Target, you can get Cetaphil, a Cetaphil cleanser. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's been a long time since I've used it, but I think it may be around, or at least back then, it was about 8 bucks. It may be more than that now, but not extremely expensive. It's light, um, easy to use, nothing, you know, um, not a lot of big, you know, not a lot of ingredients that you don't really know what it is. It's just simple. And I remember years ago um, I was in a class and there was another uh, makeup artist in the class who she had really bad skin, had really problematic skin. And our instructor, you know, said that, you know, she worked with a dermatologist and she said, I want to help you, you know, clear your skin. But first let's just start you off with some Cetaphil. And it was that instance when I first learned about Cetaphil, this was years ago, um, probably in um, maybe 1998, something like that, when I first learned about Cetaphil. And uh, she put that young lady on Cetaphil, and as we were still in that class, you could see, like, right away, you could see some of the changes in her skin. Um, but it's, it was just simple, nothing harsh, um, and, and that's what I. And from that moment to now, a lot of times when people come to me and talk to me about their skin, when they have problems with their skin and they're looking for something to start with, and sometimes I always just go refer back to that moment, and I'll just suggest Cetaphil, something that's that's easy, it's inexpensive. Um, there, there's not a lot of steps to it. You just cleanse your face with it, um, and it and it just helps people to get started. It puts them on a routine because um, a lot of times most people just wash their face with soap and water or just with warm water. Um, trust and believe me. When I was younger, I tried it, tried just the water. I didn't like I didn't like using the warm water and soap because I thought the soap dried my skin, so I just went to warm water. But like I tell people to this day, a lot of people tell me, I just wash my face, especially guys, I just wash my face with warm water. Or, you know, some say I just wash it with soap and water. And I tell them, you know, and they have beautiful skin. And I always tell them, you know what, you have great skin. The soap, just washing with warm water doesn't seem to be hurting your skin, but it's not helping your skin. And so I always try to put people on a regimen, Um start them off on something. And Cetaphil, when you're talking to people about their skin, and if you can tell that they really don't want to have a lot of steps and they don't want to do use a lot of products, then I would just put them on something as simple as Cetaphil just to get them started. Once, once people get started, 
you know, going through this new routine, this new steps. Once once they get started, then you can start adding more things to it. But that's one of the things that I love about Korean beauty products, you know, and the, the Koreans in their, their regimen, the beauty regimen, they have loads of steps in their skin, uh, their skincare, because that's that's very important to them. Having that nice, clear complexion, and again, like I said, that should be everyone's goal. Um, but it's not as always as simple and as easy as saying, okay, buy a lot of products, because for some people, it's it's more than just what we see on the outside. So there you have it, some of my um, favorite ingredients and products. There's some things I've shared from um, other sources tonight. Again, Renee Jock uh, from the Huffington Post shared that last list that I just that I just read off to you guys. Um, there's loads of information out there, loads of, um, you know, loads of... Uh, information and product, 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 product. And I suggest some of you, if you're interested in the Korean beauty products or some of the Asian products, to just Google Korean beauty products, and you'll see so many brands that come up, so many um, different products to come up. Um, like I said, Perlice is a good brand. Then you have Tatcha, um, which is T-A-T-C-H-A. Those are um, other really great um, brands out there. Tatcha is Japanese. Um, but a lot of great brands out there that you can uh, that you can get out there if you want to uh, use some of the ingredients that you find in Asia in their beauty products and in their beauty regimen. Or, like I said, some, some things, turmeric and some things like that, you can always buy yourself and use. You can always go online and find a load of recipes for your different masks um, and scrubs um, and just, you know, try different things. But I feel like the one thing that we all should be doing is we should all have a regimen day and night. And maybe your regimen at night changes. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't use the same products at night as you would during the day. But whatever you do, have a regimen. Please cleanse. Please tone. Please, um, please moisturize. I say, eighteen or twenty years old is is not too early to start using an eye cream. Uh, you you think about um, anti aging products. People think that people in their mid forties and fifties and even even older are the ones who need to be using anti-aging products. No, it's anti-aging. So you can start using them earlier than mid-40s. Um, so I think it's just, you know, we are different on this side of the world, you know, and and Asian people take um, their skin care and um, even their health a little bit more serious than others. So that's one of the things that I feel like people are beginning to go to and, and grow to and doing more more natural um, things, eating a lot cleaner, natural products for the skin and the face, 
um, and that kind of thing, which I'm happy about, that more people are beginning to um, really consider those things. But having having a regimen and doing things a little differently um, is a start. So, again, my care regimen has increased um, from what I normally would do, like I said, back when we had those, uh, the authors of that, the the three and beauty um, skincare book on our as our guest, my regimen has definitely changed since then, um, and I'm a little bit more. I've always um, had a regimen and had a routine when it came to my skin, but um, since then though, and I think it's about been a year or two maybe, I've been really obsessed with um, increasing <laughs> increasing my steps. You know, um, I can't remember what the young lady said that was that was on the line, like how many steps she had in her routine. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, if I could just get to 10. But, you know, the more research that I did, the more products that I tried and implement, implemented into my, my regimen, you know, one of the biggest things that I've done is trying to increase the moisture, not the moisture, I'm sorry, but the hydration because I'm already moisturizing, but trying, trying to also increase um trying to hydrate my skin and that's you know trying to be better with the drinking of the water but also using hydrating products um that's definitely something that uh we want to be careful of and, and make sure we take more time to do is to, to really do better with our skin care but that's the show for tonight and I thank you guys for tuning in and to listening to tonight's show. Um, big thank you to our listeners all over, all over the world. Um, hello to our friends in London and in Asia and in Australia and in Nigeria. Thank you guys um, for listening. And for our friends and listeners right here in the USA, thank you so much for listening. Check us out at beauty underscore talk underscore media on Instagram. We are beauty underscore talk on um Twitter, and we're Beauty Talk Online on Facebook. Again, I am Janice Tunnell, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Janice Tunnell, and that's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. You can follow my sister Denise on all those social media outlets at Denise Tunnell. It's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. Again, thank you guys for tuning in, and have a wonderful, wonderful night and a wonderful and blessed week. Good night, everybody.